Today is Tuesday, April 26th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is sponsored by Credit Karma. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you. Apply with more confidence today. Today's headlines are full of stories involving potentially major global shifts. Honestly, it is a lot for a Tuesday. Elon Musk reached an agreement to buy Twitter yesterday for roughly $44 billion. He plans to take Twitter private and promises that the platform will take a more lenient approach to content moderation and crack down on spam accounts. Also, all handles will need to be spelled with at least three silent X's. I just hope Twitter won't crash as frequently as his self-driving vehicles. And of course, former President Trump, who I am only mentioning here as Elon's purchase clearly could affect his lifetime ban from the platform, weighed in on the sale on Fox News. He said, quote, I am not going on Twitter. I'm going to say on Truth Social. I hope Elon buys Twitter because he'll make improvements to it and he is a good man. Sure, Jan, I think that's what they'd call an untruth. While we're at it, we have another quick Trumpy headline. Yesterday, a New York judge found Donald Trump in contempt of court and set in motion $10,000 daily fines for failing to respond to a subpoena that was issued by the state's attorney general. If you've forgotten which lawsuit this is, this is the one that's investigating malfeasance at the Trump Organization. And I would give it a 0% chance that he's paying that 10K a day. The EU announced that its parliament and member states agreed to a new set of digital regulations that will affect the U.S. and other countries. The set of laws is called the Digital Services Act, or the DSA, much to the dismay of Democratic Socialists of America. Once the law is passed, big tech companies would be forced to reveal how their algorithms work, change their approaches to targeted advertising, and regulate the ability for users to appeal content moderation decisions. Let's be real, though. They're also going to have to require that these algorithms be explained at a middle school reading level. While we're in Europe, Finland and Sweden have agreed to submit simultaneous membership applications to NATO next month. The country's prime ministers have argued that Russia's invasion of Ukraine has changed Europe's security landscape and changed mindsets in the region. The irony here is that this is the exact opposite of what Putin had hoped to achieve by invading Ukraine. Catch him in the new movie, How to Lose Two Potential Satellite States in 10 Days. Meanwhile, U.S. diplomats will be returning to Ukraine this week, and the United States has named an ambassador to Ukraine, a post which has been empty since 2019. President Biden will nominate the current U.S. ambassador to Sevlakia, Bridget Brink, which is hopefully not where she will bring our international relations. You really do have to wonder, though, why have we not filled this position since 2019? Would you have a company without a CEO, a hospital without a doctor, a classroom without a teacher? I guess that last one is just called Florida. And finally for today, the GOP's most popular texter, Mark Meadows, has released 2,319 text messages to the January 6th committee, including exchanges with, get ready for this list, Ivanka, Jared, Don Jr., Rudy Giuliani, Sean Hannity, and the rest of Fox's primetime lineup, the MyPillow guy and 40 current and former Republican members of Congress, including Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, Mo Brooks, and the especially relevant Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, let me tell you, is clearly not afraid of a triple text. And I'm sure that the judge in the lawsuit arguing against Marjorie's eligibility for office will find these relevant to her participation in January 6th. 
On New Year's Eve, Marjorie wasn't partying. She was texting Mark Meadows for advice on how to object to certifying the election on January 6th. Quote, good morning, Mark. I'm here in D.C. We have to get organized for the 6th. We are getting a lot of members on board, and we need to lay out the best case for each state. End quote. And even after the disaster that was January 6th, Marjorie was still texting Mark Meadows on January 17th, three days before the inauguration, saying, quote, In our private chat with only members, several are saying the only way to save our republic is for Trump to call for martial law, which she spelled, by the way, like Marshall, the name. Quote, they stole our election. We all know they will destroy our country next. Please tell him to declassify as much as possible so we can go after Biden and anyone else. Exclamation point. End quote. So out of these 2,319 text messages, it appears that up to 2,318 of them could be from Marjorie Taylor Greene. The 2,319th text was from Meadows' childhood friend, Marshall. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Credit Karma. Credit Karma partners with a wide range of card issuers, so you can be sure that you are exploring all sorts of options. Best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you your chances of approval before you even apply, helping you apply with more confidence. Comparing cards on Credit Karma is 100% free and won't affect your credit scores. Apply with more confidence today. And if you're ready to find the card for you, head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. Go to creditkarma.com or the Credit Karma app to find the card for you. That's creditkarma.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.